Hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Rendezvous in Review. This is Mecca, and I'm glad to have you here with me today. Okay, so let's just get right into it. I wanted to start this episode by talking about reasons versus uh, reasons versus excuses, because um, I myself, I'm a huge believer in people make time for the things that they want to make time for, and... It's like if, you know, someone has like a valid reason, then it's okay. Um, But then there's also excuses, right? So for me to do this podcast, even, you know, just using myself as an example, it's like if this is something that I really want to commit myself to, if this is something that I really want to do, then I'm going to make the time for it. Whether it's, you know, um, losing a half an hour or an hour of sleep or you know whether it's you know taking the time and not hanging out with my friends or whatever it is like if I'm committed to doing it then I will do it um if I'm not then I'm going to make an excuse it's like oh well I was tired so I didn't get a chance to um so that that was just like really important for me to say because it was like really on my mind that um you know I'm I'm not going to make any excuses or reasons to not stick with doing this podcast so if I don't have a guest just bear with me it'll be me and I'll uh, keep you entertained for you know as long as I can and um, thank you for joining me again Uh, so right now I want to talk to you about like dating profiles Uh, I mentioned that I used a couple of dating profiles and um, when a person has like one picture and absolutely nothing on the profile um, to me, that just signifies that they're not really, you know, it, invested in the whole situation. And I can get that for something like, uh, like Tinder, because like I said, I feel like Tinder is kind of like a, like a hookup type of app. Um, but when you're on something like Hinge or, um, OkCupid, I feel like you should take the time, you know, to actually fill your profile out and let me know if you feel like I'm wrong about that. Uh, Also, there's something that I feel like you should have, like, the important information in the front. Like, if you're married, that should be at the front. Um, If you are poly or, you know, just for, this is going to be a kinky episode. So, if you are a person who um, is easily excited and is going to clutch your pearls, then this is not the episode for you. Uh, You could, you know, skip to the next episode. That'll probably be a vanilla one. Um, <laughs> uh, so once again, I'm going to try to stick to the format that I have going. This is a kinky episode. I am currently dating. So if you're interested in dating me, hit me up, <laughs> send me an email, uh, reach out to me on social media. Um, but one thing that you should know about me is that I do prefer group dating. Uh, that is something that I'm going to tout very loud from every mountaintop that, uh, I really, like the whole one-on-one thing, I don't think it's for me. So um, if you want to get to know me, I feel like you should come out to a group a group event and get to know me uh, because I feel like uh, whatever I'm looking for, it's going to happen organically. And that's not like me talking to several different guys, going on several different dates with all these frogs to find my prince. Um, so, okay, so we got that out of the way. Also, just wanted to tell you to stick around for um, after this episode because we have some bonus audio with Kathy that you just don't want to miss.
All right. I know I'm all over the place. I, like I said, I, I'm really just committed to getting this uh, episode out here for you guys to listen to. But at any rate, back to uh, dating profiles. Um, when people say that they have no expectations, I feel like if, you, if you're telling me that you have no expectations, then for me, um, being a more mature woman, I feel like you're wasting my time because I feel like you should know what you're expecting. Um, you should know how you want to be treated. You should know how... I want to be treated like we should have that conversation because it's like when you have no expectations and then when someone does or does uh, does not do what you want them to do, it's it's kind of like it, I feel like that's a lack of communication, you know, having no expectations. It's like, oh, I'm just going with the flow. I hate to say it, but in, in my mind, I feel like dead, fl- dead fish go with the flow. Like, I feel like you should be working towards something. And that, like I said, that's just my opinion at, at the stage of life that I'm in right now. Like, I'm not looking for someone who doesn't at least have a clue or an idea of what they want. And I mean, like I said, if you don't know what you want, like, that's fine. But don't string me along into that not knowing. I also feel like I'm in a place where I'm not really looking for love. I feel like I am open to love and that love will find me. Um, I really feel like that's what I'm manifesting in this new year is um, like just it's going to be so delicious. This is going to be, you know, um, a completely delicious cake with the most wonderful icing and I'm going to eat it all up. All right. So we uh, do questions. I picked uh, three random questions and um, like I said, on this show, I'm going to attempt to, you know, get to know people on a deeper level. And uh, even if that's just you getting to know me on a deeper level, that's what we're going to do. All right. So the first question is, what was your least favorite food as a child? Do you still hate it or do you love it now? My least favorite food was liver. Um, I... I still, I had, I don't eat it. <laughs> so I can't even tell you if I like it now or not. I just knew that when I was younger that I couldn't stand the smell of it as it was being prepared. Um, I mean, actually we were just talking about this. We did a white elephant at my job and we were talking about like, like hog mog and souse and pig feed and chitlins and stuff. And it's like, those are all things I have never never tried like I've never eaten those things in my life and so it's like I can't even tell you if I um would enjoy it now um it's not that I hate it now it's just that like those are things that are just not on my menu (laughs) um okay the next question is if you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone which ones would you keep uh, let's take a quick look because I already know um, two that I would definitely keep. Uh, the first one is RunKeeper. Um, I really enjoy running. Uh, I have such a love-hate relationship with running and I like RunKeeper. Um, I don't really have many friends on RunKeeper, but so if you want to connect with me on RunKeeper, let me know. Uh, another one is Groupon. I am a sucker for deals. I love finding, uh, especially like the... Um, the discounts for like food and stuff on Groupon. So uh, Groupon is definitely another one. And gosh, I can't, I don't know about a third one. Um, maybe Netflix? No, Cash App. Cash App, yeah, so you can send me some money. <laughs> uh, all right, so the last question is, um, 
what's the best thing you learned from your mother? Um, so my mom is like a super savvy businesswoman and she's always taught me because uh, she's worked for herself a majority of her life, um, pretty much all of her life she's worked for herself and she's always taught me to pay myself first. So I feel like I'm uh, always that person who I do have rainy day money and um, I've been able to, you know, live a, a good life uh, because I, you know, I have those funds to cover emergencies and, you know, stuff like that. That's a humble brag, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but at any rate, um, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure that you stay tuned because uh, we have bonus audio from Kathy's interview, which is coming up, and it's very interesting, so make sure that you stick around for that. Uh, I am available at Rondé and underscore review. That's R-E-N-D-E-Z underscore review on most social media, or you can reach out to me on email at rendezvous and review at gmail.com. My friend was telling me that rendezvous is too hard to spell, but, um, you know, I I don't know what to tell you. Like, this name has been been in my head for over two years now, so uh, it's too late for me to to change it. But um, I hope that you're having a fantastic day. Uh, Once again, you can, you know, join us every second Saturday of the month. Um, reach out to me. I'll give you all the details, uh, bet you up and, you know, come out and have a great time with us. So enjoy this bonus contact with Kathy. I have Kathy here with me. We were having such a great conversation yeah. that we're like, let's just continue going. All right. Okay. So what were we talking about? Um, I'm 53 female. So just for the dynamics of it all, uh, I don't know. Now I forgot what we were talking about. Cause we can get, but I was in- like, I was like, this was, this is so good. Like we need to continue the conversation. Um, well in the beginning, Oh, okay. No, I remember. Okay. All right. So I was saying like, uh, the reason, like one of the reasons why I changed, um, as far as like, you know, just over, overwhelmed for my own well being is because like in relationships, I'm such a giver, right? Like I would give and I would give mm-hmm. and I would give and I would expect reciprocation because I'm like look like I'm giving right and it's like I know a lot about like I know now about like love languages and everyone Mm -hmm. is not like a you know giver or whatever um but ultimately now it's like I give and I don't expect anything in return like I Mm. give and it's like I only give and I only do if it's something that I want to do so like before if it was an inconvenience to me Cause I would give someone a shirt off my back and they're like, mm. Oh, you don't have another shirt. Mm. Like, Oh my gosh. Like, how could you only give me one shirt? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, now I'm to the point where I'm like, if I give you the shirt, it's like, it's because I wanted to give it to you. Not because you're asking for it. It's like, okay, you need it, but that's not why I'm giving it. You know, right. it's, it's kind of like, I won't do anything that would yeah. make me unhappy now. Cause before it's like, I'm like, <sighs> you need a ride, like, I really don't want to go anywhere, mm. but you need a ride, so I'm going to get up, and I'm going to, you know, get dressed and give you a ride, but now I'm just like, that's not my fault, <laughs> like, like, you need to well, plan do you, better. Well, you're saying you have boundaries now. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yes, exactly. I think that's really important for women to give boundaries, because women naturally nurture and are emotionally in, right, so you're nurturing, and you're giving, and a lot of females are giving, I mean, let's put it that way, it really is, that's part of my fetish, is to nurture, right, to nurture younger, 
you know, and, 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 but because there's such love bugs to like younger men, because mm-hmm. I like younger men in that sense, but that's my fetish is fetish is cougar cub. Like I have a, another, that is a fetish of mine. It's not something I live day to day throughout with it. It's just on occasion that I like to, to have, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, you have to put boundaries up. And I think that's really important because for me, um, females are really important for every great person, great man, there's a female behind it and not to mention you give life. So there is a lot of, um, there's a lot to women. And I always have that feeling that yes, you know, men do a lot. They do do a lot, but I think that female can go through, go through a lot as well. I feel, I feel like we have a, like we're, we're stronger emotionally and we're just like, mentally mentally we're mentally uh stronger but then also so like that that whole thing um but behind me uh being such a giver and i found out that for some reason like alpha guys are like really attracted to me and um, i'm drawn to them as well and then i realized that most alpha guys like aren't really givers and so that's what made me interested in like flr and beta guys and you know because it's like from Everything that I've seen is like beta guys are more giving, you know, they don't really expect much in return. And I was like, wow, like that's amazing. Like, give me a beta guy. (laughs) Like, I I mean, and it's like the funny thing also is like a lot of the beta, like some of the the beta guys who would approach me, like they would want like humiliation or they, Mm -hmm. they would want like they want to be degraded or like they wanted to like not be on an equal level or equal kill to me. And it's like. Like, I want to be with someone who, like, gives me what I want and, like, reciprocates, but at the same time, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want, like, to have to degrade you. <laughs> it was Ooh, strong. That's strong. <laughs> so, we're, uh, oh, yeah, shout out to the, yeah, whiskey. just, uh, yeah, we are sipping on brown sugar bourbon. It is 51% alcohol, oh, so 103, one, yeah, 103 proof. Uh, Kathy just took a sip and oh my gosh, the face Yeah, and it's made. like not, I've been kind of <laughs> sipping on it a while. It's not like, hey, the first shot. It's oh like, wow, gosh. I took yeah. a big gulp. Who makes it? Is it? It's, uh, shucks, where do I find that? It says bottled by BSB Spirits, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Yeah, but it's so a brown sugar bourbon. That's the yeah. name of it. Okay. Bourbon whiskey with natural brown sugar and cinnamon flavors and caramel color. But yeah, it's pretty delicious. Thank yeah. you so much for this, Kathy. Oh, you're I love, that's what I'm saying. I love you so much. <laughs> See, but this is what I mean. Like, you see how you give me gifts? Like, I absolutely love yeah, that. Yeah, like, no, it's cool. And yeah. No, I love to give gifts. No, and me, it's yeah. like, like me as a person, like, I don't know what is about me. Like, as a, you know, being younger, I was just taught to be so independent and self-sufficient that, like, I don't like asking anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've just gotten to the point where it's like, I feel comfortable asking people, like, um, I need my microwave ticking down or whatever or, you know, whatever. But before, I'm just kind of like, I'd rather just let it work itself out because I'm just like, I don't want to ask anyone for anything. Like, I don't want to ask someone to come over and do my yard work for me. Like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll eventually get around to it. But, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's where we are now. I felt that that was important to have on the podcast because I felt it was really interesting. And I was like, let me put the let me put the recorder back on because that was, you know. 
I'm empath, so I feel that I have to be careful of narcissists. So there's a lot of, um, I'm always afraid of, I'd rather be single, and I choose to be single because I don't want to be with people that are real predators out there. There's one thing that, like, hey, look, there's a lot of people that are broken, you know, uh, broken out there, and I almost got to, I'm broken too, but what's match our brokenness? Like, it's on a, <laughs> on a certain level. Like, right. you can't be more broken than me, like, because I need somebody to kind of be on the healing side of it, which I feel like that's, you could still be in relationship, but, but heal yourself. But I'm always afraid of narcissists because they can kind of play the role a lot. And uh, as an empath, that's the perfect fit. So I'm always afraid of that. So maybe um, as like Alpha or Sigma, I would have to be, I would be very skeptical. But it's really interesting because the last relationship was like gaslighting me to death and love bombing me to death. Like within the two weeks, he's like, come on, we're going to, listen, in April, I want to take you away. And... Um, like not just take me away, like Indonesia take away, like those exotic, you know, when the huts are on, on that, on the clear water there. Right. But that was, I mean, it was, it was too soon to be even talking about that. It's too soon. Everything's too soon. But here's the thing. Also, he's like, oh, listen, just let go. Everything's going to be okay. You know, it's like. (sighs) Dude, you never heard of the word of the of the phrase like action speaks better than words. These you know that people bullshit all day long out of their mouths, you know. And I and trust me, like I I live on your actions and I live on people's body language. It tells me everything I need to know about you without having you saying one fucking word coming out of your mouth. So this guy is just going on and on and too much. Just too much, man. Too much. But don't be like, um, how should I say this? Like, it was like, hey, jump all in. He was t- it's like he knew dive my hesitant. Dive in head first. Yeah, right. He so just, he knew I was hesitant about it. Like, yeah. dude, you know this is called the honeymoon period. He's like, yeah, it's always gonna be a honeymoon. Like, you always had an answer. So love bombing, just for uh, people oh, yes. who don't let's, know what love bombing the, is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love That's to right. be love bombed is uh, love bombing is lavish someone with attention or affection, especially in order to influence or manipulate them. That's what love bombing is. And then gaslighting, it's making someone seem or feel unstable, irrational, and not credible, making them feel like what they're seeing or experiencing isn't real, that they're making it up, that no one else will believe them. Yeah, so gaslighting involves an imbalance of power. Right, so gaslighting was the, hey, just jump right in. You know, it's okay, let go. It's okay, it's all good. Nothing's going to change. I'm just going to enhance your life. And it's like, uh, you know, everything's going to be okay. It's like, how can we move forward if you don't trust me? Right, right, dude, right. But I'm telling you, I can, but we got to do it in a way that's, How can I say it? Like, it's not even natural what you're talking about. Right. There's a natural time and progression. Is That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's so crazy because it's like, I'm looking for progression after a year and he's looking for progression after two weeks. He's like, yeah, right, right. He's like, trust trust me, like, come away to this foreign country with me so that I can hide your body. Oh my God. It's like, can we do domestic flight first? I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah, because I was like, oh, Bali? He was like, no, Bali's not all that it is because he's 
supposedly because you know how I don't think people I think people are full of shit mm -hmm. and lie he supposedly worked for the government right. as um, an analyst for um, energy um, specifically wind turbines so what happens is you go around the world because of course we either lease or people buy wind turbines from us you know or we lend them out to the governments or whatever so he's been all around the world so he says so he says <laughs> right but it's really interesting because he was born in another country, and this is what I want to freaking ask him because in order to work for the federal government, don't you have to have a uh, national uh, citizenship? They would have to have, oh, he has dual citizenship. Yeah, it depends the because there, there are certain programs that, like, if you are something that, like, is, like, like a critical shortage and, like, they need, like, because there was, like, a, even a time where the military were letting in people who weren't citizens and assisting them with citizenship because they needed interpreters. Um. So they would let, so it, there are certain programs that may have assisted him within, you know, with getting a government job, even though he wasn't a citizen. But I feel like most people who do things like that, like, because didn't you also say that he was, like, a tutor for, like, Madonna's kid or something? So what happened was, yeah, he retired from that, and he's like, I'm done with the government. So to me, he must have got a pension from that in itself. And then on his his side gig, which is his gig now, is that he is a champion chess player that he teaches in an academy from this grandmaster that started this academy called uh, Chess Max, I think. And so he does... Madonna's kid, he zooms from Dubai. Um, I the people that really invest in their children's education almost goes hands in hand that they're gonna do chess, and it's really interesting because chess is one of these sports, so to speak. If mm -hmm. you want to call it a sport, you have to do it when you're young. You can't kind of enter it when you're older. You have to, if you're gonna be anything to learn it or compete in it, you have to be in the young, like start of four or five. So, and he also has a good knack with kids, you know, learning how to calm them down. He is, kinda, that, is that all from, like, just him telling you, or that's, that's just him telling you, right? Yeah, a, it's time, but he, he, showed, kids. he showed me some um, videos, uh, like, little bit snaps of him, that he has, like, an autistic uh, young man, kid that is severely autistic, that he's, he's teaching pretty good, he's teaching him, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm sure I believe. Listen, I, I I believe in that that he that he is good with kids, but um, it's just that the like don't be uh, don't be inhibited. You know, you can come with me, and we're gonna. I want to be with you for <laughs> Christmas. You know, we're gonna be together. I want to spend your soul. I want to be with your soul, and I want to, you know, um, you know, it's not just your body. I want to be with you, your essence. That's and, crazy. No, like already. Know, that, but that, oh, but that's man. what I'm so, I'm very, I'm very, um, I don't want to say I'm paranoid, but I'm very cautious. Yeah. Um, and, th and that's what I'm telling you. Like, even with me being um, the, with the guy who, uh, on Tinder, like even having that conversation with him where he's just like, oh yeah, you know, I have, I have this, I have that and you know, whatever. And like, he's like completely bragging and. I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. Like I like, cause I'm like, all right, like, do you expect me to brag as well? Like I, like, I just, I, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to say, oh, well I have this, I have that. Why would you show your hand like that? Yeah. Why would you show anybody your hand and they shouldn't be showing their hand? Yeah. Cause I'm that's... like, I'm like, so now I'm, I'm with you because you have a house and I'm with you because you have this really nice car and this really great job instead of like genuinely getting to know you first. Yeah, you know? right. What are your goals? What are your dreams? 
You know, yeah. what was it like when you were a child? You know, what... Yeah, getting to know somebody. I The the best... you got to tell people out there, don't reveal... You, you know, your your status, your financial, it's got to be, there's got to be a progression. Especially, I feel like, because I met him on Tinder. So it's like, I feel like if I met you on Tinder, I'm like, what is, like, so like, I, I feel like Tinder is, is, I feel like it's a, it's really, I mean, overall a hookup culture, uh-huh. but Tinder, it's specifically, because it's like most people don't go on Tinder for like long lasting loving relationships. Mm-hmm. So the fact but that But there are like, some though. There are, there are definitely, but for, for him to like, be like, oh yeah, well I have this, this, and this, and this, and I'm just kind of like, I, I just wanted to kind of like meet up and like have a drink or two. Mm. Like I'm, I wasn't, you know, trying to to know your your house and like he was showing me like pictures. Like he's like, oh, like I have a studio and I have a house and I have this and that. And I'm just kind of like, wow, that's all really nice, but you know, I, I'm not sure what you're like now. I'm just like coming in too hot and heavy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, right. Pump the, pump the brakes, buddy. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, really. <laughs> so I'm like still just trying to decide because for, for me. Like, I know, I, I know I come, like, everybody, everybody thinks that I, I'm, like, this really promiscuous person, which, like, I get, because I'm fucking fine as hell, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But yeah. it's, like, it's, like, um you know, I, I, I really like to get to know people first. Like, I don't want to have a situation where, you know, like, a, a guy is, like, coming on strong and thinking that, like, something's going to happen or whatever, and me being in the situation that I am now, like, I really, like, I am looking to, like, move slow. Like, I want to, you know, like, literally just get to know someone. So, I was right. like, maybe I shouldn't even be on Hinge. I, I, like, I, I feel, look, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, group dating is the way to go. Mm. Because it's like, if you know what you want, if you don't know what you want, it's like, it fits you. Because you're just going there to talk to people and you, you don't need to know what you want. Like, you're just going to talk. You're going to have a good time. So it's like you don't have to have, you know, unless you're approaching someone as far as, like, you want to date them and take them out on a date, then, yes, you should have, like, intentions and know what you're, you know, what you're shooting for. But if you just, like, you're kind of undecided, you're like, look, I'm just getting out of this two-year thing or I'm, I'm just trying to get my feet wet, my you know, dip my toe in the water – Group dating is where it's at because you can build friendships. Like, I've known Kathy for over five years. Mm-hmm. I've known her over five she years. And it's like, you know, it it, it began as a, a group thing. Like, mm, it was true. like, hey, you know, everybody come out. Let's let's go meet. And so I'm, I can, I'm, in, I'm invested in group dating. I, I just, I don't think that I'm set up. I don't, I don't think I'm built for one-on-ones. Like, I feel like you have to come to a group date and gain my interest. Mm. And then less it up a one on one. But other than that, it's just kind of like, yeah, no. <laughs> what? So, what is your opinion about like? Um, did you do any other um, dating apps other than Hinge? And so I did Tinder. I did Hinge. I did OK Cupid. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, and that's also kind of like why I did the vanilla or kinky um path mm-hmm. like which which way do you want to go like choose your rendezvous because it was so annoying to read a profile and then get to the end of the profile and then the person's like oh by the way I'm married or I'm oh. in the ethnically non-monogamous yeah, relationship non-monogamous. and I'm like I read that whole profile just to find <laughs> out that you're already in a situation you're already married 
Like, that's not me. Like, I'm in a very selfish phase of my life right now. Right. I'm not trying to date any married guys. I'm not trying to, you know, be anyone's side chick or mistress or whatever it's called nowadays. Yeah, but you're also a demisexual, and that means you have to, like, fuck the, the mind, too. They have to be interesting. They have to, you have to have a connection. Right. I do feel like I need a connection, but at the same time, like, you know, just now, I feel like if if the moment struck, like, if it was, you know, out and we we're just having a good time or whatever, it just depends. Like, I really, I really want to be in the moment and live in the moment now. So it's like, I, I am a demisexual. I do prefer connection, but I, I'm definitely, like, I'm not the one night stand type of person. So it's like, if we do just get hot and heavy and it happens and we don't have that connection, believe me, like, I am going to be like, okay, like, when am I going to see you again? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like, uh, we can't do it the one time. We have to, you know, and it's like, even if it's bad, I'll give you a second chance. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you might have had an off night, so... Yeah, we we were we're not gonna do the one night stand. Like, come come in, uh, you know, get it again. We we're gonna go for round two. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I mean that's that's it really. I feel like I'm I'm manifesting something that's so beautiful and it's so great because it's like I'm I'm in New York for the next what three to four years. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna. And then I'm I so I, I definitely know that I don't want someone with with children who's gonna be like, oh, I can't leave New York. Right. Like, I got, I got my kids here. Right, right. And I was like, no. Like, I need someone who's, like, uh, who's not rooted. Right. It's like, I talked to this uh, guy who's a police officer, and he's like, oh, like, if I go someplace else, I'm going to have to start all over again as far as, like, his, the years that he put in or whatever. You mean he's not retired yet? Is no, no, no. He's not, he's not retired, but, like, I guess if you're with a certain police department, and then you move on to another de- police department. I guess, yeah, you like, start all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what they're saying. They're oh. like, they got to start all over. So it's like, well, I know it's not going to be a law enforcement officer unless, they, unless they're unless they willing to start all over again. Or they're retired. You know, I'm that not is... Not, I don't want nobody to retire. Well, I mean, well, I guess it could happen. Yeah, like, could I mean, if, you're, if you... Yeah, if you're young, if you're... You could be 40 or 50 and retired. You know, there's a lot of gentlemen that are 50-year-old retired and my, my brother... My brother's brother-in-law did that. He has, he's on his third career. Oh, I wanted to ask you about security clearance. Do you, what are the levels of security clearance within, like, um, say, say uh, the Secret Federal Service? Government? Yeah, Secret Service. I'm not like, sure about the Secret Service, but I know, like, for most government work, you have, like, a general background, in, in, um, background investigation, which just means that, like, they just... You know, did the basics like check your financials, check you know your the, neighbors. You know, like the stat because he's that's what he said. He said he had a level twelve clearance. Oh God, <laughs> let me let me Google that because it's like <laughs> I know. And level thirteen is White House. Like you can work in the White House. I know, I know. Secret, top secret. Hold on, look. I I wouldn't I wouldn't rest too late. <laughs> on level. I don't know something. 12. He he said some kind of numbers and and letters, and I don't know. I don't. I couldn't retain it, but he was telling me a story how he went out on a date, and the date was like this lawyer or whatever from New York City because he's in the city, and he didn't tell him tell her much about him other than he's a chess, um, like a a, te- a chess coach. That's what he calls himself, a chess coach, and he didn't mention he kept the part of him being in the federal government working for them, 
and retired from them already. And so she was like, kind of like, oh, really? A chess coach? Like he felt that she was um, kind of poo-pooing it. And he asked her, hey, you know, do do you know anybody who works for the federal government? You can ask them about this, I don't know, SCL class uh, level 12 clearance. And she says, I actually do. I am going to ask them. And then when they came back, they're like, that's a high fucking clearance that you, that this guy has. So she came back, hey, you want to go back out on the date again? And she, he's like, no, I don't want to go out with you. Because now that you like found out, oh, I had high clearance. And now now you want to date me again? No, I so, have no idea. What I don't know. It, so like I said, there's confidential, secret, and top secret. So level 12 clearance, like the only thing that came up when I, when I put in level 12 clearance mm-hmm. was a game called five nights at freddy which is uh like a video game so it's like i don't i don't know i don't remember <laughs> that could be me i don't freaking remember either like like don't go by me too That's so funny, but there was though. some kind of clearance level that he was on um that um that well, he, he was kind of bragging about and i'm like okay whatever dude exactly you know, yeah no oh you want to know something funny so i i there was this guy on it on a um, dating app and they had a like a picture or whatever um, by like a a plane. You know how like when you're on the tarmac. Yeah. It looked photoshopped, and he had like another picture which was like him like in the financial district in New York. So it was like a picture in D.C., a picture um, in New York. And when I was talking to him, he's like uh, telling me that he works for the White House. He's like, oh, I'm a White House photographer, like. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not supposed to be on dating apps because they can pull my clearance from me. And he's, he was telling me something, something that was so odd. He was something like, something like, oh, like, you know, I, I can't send you any more pictures on here because um, that would violate my security clearance. And, like, I can only video talk hmm. to you. So, like, you have to, like, video call me. And I was like, that's some BS. Like, I've never heard of that ever before. Like, somebody working for the government talking about, Oh, I'm not supposed to be on a dating app or whatever. Like, hmm. like that's just. I was like, you know, guys say like the, and I'm like, has anyone ever fallen for that? Because I'm like, that's well, if or if anybody can verify that, maybe they can. But I'm saying like for for me as someone who knows people with top secret clearances uh-huh. and who are on dating apps. Oh, okay. And you're telling on, me, oh. and you're telling me, oh well, I'm a, a White House photographer. And it's like, so you're telling me that you have, like, higher than a top secret secret clearance and you are not supposed to be on a dating app, but you're on a dating app and you're telling me you're not supposed to be on a dating app. Like, come on. Like, it's just, like, two plus two is not equaling the amount it's supposed to yeah, equal. Yeah, right, right. I know. I don't know. Just people are bullshitting. Oh, definitely. But that's why I said, like, that's why I said, like, humans are just so interesting, you know, just because mm. of, like, stuff like that or... You know, people wanting to hold on to people and not letting them go just because it's like, oh, well, I know that we're not meant to be together, but, like, I want to be with you and I don't want anyone else to be with you. But it's mm-hmm. like, you don't want me, though. Like, so why aren't you letting go? Like, you already know that this isn't a fit. Like, this isn't a good situation for us. So, but, yeah, that's that's where we are. So what, do you, what else are you going to do for the, for the rest of the night, for the weekend? You have any plans? I am going to, um, so I like Pilates, and they moved it from Wednesday night class. They have a Sunday class. They, they removed the Wednesday night class, um, so I have to go on Sundays now. But it's a good, it's good. I'll go at 1130, and then I'm going to go to this, 
this kind of thing. It's called Restore Wellness, and they have different places. But I there, I signed up for three months, and I'm not quite sure I'm sold on it. But at least it's just for three months. Mm-hmm. So the first month was like a deep discount. The second and the last other two months. So what you can do is, they have like um, wellness products. So you can get infrared sauna. You can get you can get um, uh, red light therapy. You can get bariatric chamber. You can get like a particular facial. You can get IVs, and it's all done under this membership. And mm. you can get upgrades at a discount if you're part of this membership. So that's basically what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a sauna, and oh, they have chiro cryotherapy, which I. I believe I in all of this. I was going to mention that to yeah, you cry- because it's like, I still have those, t- those uh, uh, the group ones. Yes, for the cryotherapy. Yeah, we, I guess we, yeah, I guess we got to go. But I went through, I went to like a, a great cryotherapy in Florida. This guy, he did, he looked young. He was in his 60s. And he definitely like worked on his like being more youthful. And he says, I researched it all and I got the best cryotherapy and I got the best um, laser light therapy. Um, it almost looked like a tanning bed that you'd go in. And this cryotherapy that he had was basically a cylinder. So you go in, you go in your um, underwear and you have gloves and booties and the cylinder is all the way up to your neck. So your head's popping out and this cylinder within that cylinder is liquid nitrogen. I guess that's what makes it really cold, mm-hmm. but it's like thousand degrees. It's like crazy cold. So that's why, and then you have to uh, stand, you're standing, and then you're there for two minutes, and you're rotating. You have to, like, kind of move around. Oh, so you have to move. You have to move, right. Um, But it's really cold. Um, And then you come out. It's a a cell reset. That's really what it is. It tells your body, "Uh uh-oh, you're in danger, you're in trouble, and it fucks it up so much that you have a... It, it kind of like renews itself because right. it, it knows it's in danger. I get it. <laughs> so, um, but I had, so I had that. So this, what they do in the restore wellness is they have a little room so it doesn't get as cold. Okay. But you're there longer. So, okay. but the thing about it is you have to go into the, into the cryotherapy room. Little, it's a little shack first and then you got to do infrared sauna because you can't do, you can't sweat and have any sweat on you to go in the chirotherapy chiral chamber because you do any moisture you will you're going to get in trouble hypothermia well you, you might get burned right okay, okay. right freezer burn so to speak so um so something like that and then of course you know the ivs i don't do you ever get an iv like like a b12 yeah. mm-hmm. and all that oh when i had pneumonia they gave me an iv oh did they yes. what did they give you uh i don't know oh okay all right <laughs> they give you something good yeah they gave me oh, i, I think i was dehydrated because, oh okay they give you reg- yeah like a, Just regular, a regular iv but you know what i feel that these ivs i mean you might pee them out as soon as they get in your blood i don't know but i mean it's something better than nothing right you know um b12 you know c Oh, so they okay, so they give you like a vitamin. Vitamins, oh, yes, yeah. vitamin enzymes. They yeah. give you. They have okay. pretty kind of complicated ones actually. Um, and you know what? They're in the perfect fit because COVID. I my personal belief that COVID fucked me up, fucked my brain up, um, pushed me into perimenopause deeper than I think I, I would have been in. Um, so I I'm gonna try whatever it takes, you know. Right. Well, I get it. Whatever makes life more comfortable. And, yeah. And I miss you know. the sauna. I that's one thing I miss. That's something that's in my culture that 
like you do everything in the sauna and um, I, I don't have access to it so I feel bad about it so I feel like oh, okay at least I have this okay but all right so yeah. this is just a bonus episode okay uh, <laughs> all right I'm gonna wrap up this bonus episode. Thank you again for joining. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> rendezvous and review at gmail.com. Um, like I said, we were having such a good time. I was like, we need to, to yeah, get this a, get this on the podcast. Do a part two. Exactly. Little, All right. Something. Well, this is Kathy and Mecca saying adios, amigos. <laughs>